Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters, and uh, welcome to this uh, service. In the last few weeks, we have been talking about building our life upon Jesus as the chief cornerstone. And the way that God uh, administers this grace is to us building upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And they are the ones who receive the revelation that, uh, from God that God wants us to know. And because God's ways are not man's way, sometimes these apostles also struggle to receive, to accept the truth. And so it's important that we know how to receive the Word of God. So God has been teaching us that we must honor the servant of God because if you do not honor them, you do not receive them as a servant of God, you will not receive the Word uh, from them and you will lose the grace that God wants to impart into your life through them. And we learned last week that the word, the revelation that comes from God is the good and perfect gift from the Father. You know, the word of God is a good gift because it is the seed it is the life of God that is being planted into us. And it is a perfect gift because that's exactly what we need at this time, at this moment. And God released His Rima word through His servant uh, to us. So, so that's why we also need to honor the word of God because we realize they are the heart of the Father is what the Father wants to bring to us to this good and perfect gift. And we must learn how to receive the Word of God. And Hebrews 3, verse 15, it says here, As has just been said today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellions. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellions. So to receive the word of God, it started with our attitude, right? The attitude of our hearts. Today, when we listen to the word of God, we take it seriously. We open our hearts, you know, because God's ways are not our ways. But we open our hearts, we allow God to speak his ways into us and not holding on to what we wanted and what we have been believing. So, we, we take the word of God seriously because if you do not respond, when you say today when you hear, if you do not respond in, in those moments, you know, the human reasoning begins to come in. The voice of the the, the, the enemies will come in, right? Then we begin to rationalize it. We begin to, to be uh, distracted and, and begin to be worried and, and all kinds of thoughts come in so that we cannot receive the Word of God. We reject the Word of God. So, so our attitude, the attitude of our hearts is very important. We've got to be open. We've got to be so 
tender in our hearts to allow God to speak to us. And uh, it says, do not harden your heart. To harden our heart doesn't necessarily mean we totally reject the Word of God. Look at what, how Jesus defined hardening of the heart. In Matthew 13, verse 20 and 21, in this parable of the sower, Matthew 13, 20, Jesus said, The one who received the seed that fell on rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives with it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble and persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. So, to harden our heart, you know, this seed that falls on rocky place, it doesn't mean that we do not receive the word of God, but rather we receive the word of God through emotional response. You know, there is no depth, there is no root in it. It's just superficial. Wow, we like what we hear, so we are so happy, you know, and respond to the Word of God. Just responding with our emotion. But when troubles come, when challenges come, because we receive the Word, because we obey the Word of God, we soon disappear. I think we see this quite common in churches, right? People can be so high and so enthusiastic and so on fire, but it only lasts for a small, a short time. And then later on, what happened? Well, because they, they, they fall out with some people, people say this and that, they do not have the tenacity to work through the Word of God until fruits is resulted. So this is hardening of the heart. A lot of times they want people to sympathize with them. You know, they want to project themselves as a victim of obeying the word of God. But yet, the Bible says it's hardening of the heart. Why? Because if we do not harden our hearts when we go through those testing times because of the word, we will open our hearts to allow God to work in us to do a deeper work in our life. But when we harden our hearts, all we see is people's fault. You know, what this person has done, what this person has said, but we did not look at ourselves. What is the condition of our heart? What does God want to do? Look into the life of Joseph in the Old Testament. He, he has been through a lot of disappointment. And it comes from his own brothers. Right, and yet, Joseph, he lay hold of the word of God, the, the, the vision, the plan and purpose that God has for his life, that one day he will become a ruler. So, at the end of the day, he told his brothers, what you have done, you meant, it, meant evil. To happen to my life, but God has turned it round. God has worked good so that today it brings salvation to so many people. So Joseph, he received the word of God. He did not harden his heart and begins to get bitter and angry and, and, and disappointed and give up. No. But rather he lay hold of the word of God, allowed God to work and do a deeper work in his life to learn 
to forgive those very hurtful situations and people who have done so much harm to his life. So, that's the first thing that we need to do when we want to receive the Word of God. You know, it started with the attitude of our hearts. We must not harden our heart. We must be open. And in fact, God wants to do a deep work in our life in order that word that he has given to us can bring forth fruits. The second thing, if you want to receive the word of God, we've got to be bold and courageous. Because the things that God asks us to do, maybe no one has ever done it before. Or rather people who have tried, they failed. And, and so, if we want to receive the word of God, we need to respond with faith, we need to respond with boldness and courageous and knowing that we may even have to pay a high price for it. Joshua was given the task to lead the Hebrews into the promised land after Moses had failed. Can we look at Joshua 1? Verse 7, God spoke to him and said, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. So can you see, Joshua, in this situation, God has called him, God has spoken to him. But he has to be bold. He has to be courageous to do this great task that God has entrusted to him. You know, a lot of times God spoke to us and we, because of fear, because we do not uh, trust God enough, we just push it aside. We just do not attempt great things for the Lord because it will take too much and we do not have that bonus and courage to respond to God, to pay the price. And then we got to respond immediately. He said, today when you hear the word of God, otherwise a lot of unwanted thoughts will come in and take away the conviction in our hearts, take away the word of God from our hearts. So how do we remember the word of God? In Mark 8, verse 18, he said, Do you have eyes but fail to see, and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? Don't you remember? You see, when you do not remember the Word of God, it's as if you have never heard the Word of God. You see, many times we, we hear the Word of God. Right? We have hardened our heart. Yes, we did respond. Remember, it's on a superficial level, emotional level. But after that, we forgot about the Word of God and we did not continue to carry out the Word of God. So, the Word is forgotten and we move on and we move on. But in order for us to lay hold of it, receive the Word, until it brings forth fruits, we've got to remember the Word of God. And uh, 
Sometimes we, we, we do not like to hear the word of God because it speaks, it pricks our heart, it convicts us, and we don't like that. But, and then we, we accuse the, the servant of God for speaking against us. But that's exactly the purpose of the word of God. When God speaks to us, it's to reveal things to us about ourselves so that we can do something about it, so that we can change, so that we can upgrade to who He wants us to be. But many, many a time, because we, we harden our hearts, so we reject the Word of God. Look at what James talked about this. James 1, verse 23 and 24. He said, Anyone who listens to the Word but does not do what it says, it's like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Immediately forget what he looks like. So can you see the nature of the Word of God? It's to reveal to us what we look like. Not to condemn us. Many times we receive the word of God that speaks to us and, and we, we react because we think that, you know, the speaker is speaking against us. See, when God speaks to us, yes, we don't feel comfortable because he's talking about something that is not right in our life, the attitude, the ways that is not good. But God's purpose, when He released that word, remember, is good and perfect gift. It's just what we need, just what we lack. So that we can upgrade, so that we can change, so that we can be transformed into His likeness. That's the purpose of God. That's the purpose of the word of God. But many of us, we choose to reject it. And we just forget about it. Or, or fight against it, right? So, uh, so we nullify the effectiveness of the Word of God in our life. So how can, how can we remember the Word of God? Let's continue to look at Joshua 1. We have read verse 7. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let the book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Okay, so he said, be strong and courageous, be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. And do not turn from it to the right or to the left. So when we receive the word, when we listen to the word, do not turn from it to the right or to the left. Do not look for excuses. 
Just focus on the word of God. Just focus on what God is saying. Do not look for excuses. Do not be distracted by, you know, the difficulties and the problems and and people. Do not look to the left, to the right. Do not be preoccupied. Make this important because it's a good and perfect gift. And focus on it until we see fruits come out of it, until we see the result of this word working in and through our life so that we see the fruits coming forth. So we got to be purpose-driven when we listen to the word of God. Lay hold of it. Focus on it. Do not look for excuses. You see a lot of people, when they hear the word of God, immediately they say, I cannot like this, like that, like this, like that. That's what they talk about. God said, do not. Do not look to the left. Do not look to the right. Focus. Listen to what God says. Listen. Not be sidetracked. And then he said, this book, be careful to obey this book of the law. What Moses the commandments that Moses has given you. You see, they write down what Moses has said. So when you listen to the word God, it's important that we write it down. Because we will soon forget about it. And this will help us remember. Especially, maybe sometimes we need to refer back to them. Some people, they write notes and then they never look at it. But the Word of God is telling us, hey, you need to write down, you need to remember, you need to refer back to it so that you can obey. Because if you do not remember, it's as if you have never heard. So write it down. Uh, That helps you not to forget. And then do not let this word depart from your mouth. Do not let it depart. That means you talk about it. It's not like repeating the same words again and again. When God speaks to you, He he plants a seed into you. He doesn't tell you everything. In fact, it's maybe just a thought or just some idea. Just certain thing that He has planted in you. But what do you need to do now? You need to grow that seed. So you got to How do you grow? You talk about it. Okay, God has spoken to me about this. I don't understand. I I don't know what it is. You start to talk to people and brainstorm. Or talk to yourself until you can say, oh, that's it. I know what to do now. You see, I know what God is saying to me. So you allow that seed, truth, that God has plunged into you to begin to expound and begin to grow and to, to enlarge until you know what to do with it. Okay, so do not just listen and that's it. No, if God speaks to you about certain area, what do you need to do? Maybe you need to apologize to that person because your attitude is so foul, Right? You have to do something. Right? So, so talk about it. Do not, do not let it depart from your mouth. And then 
He said, meditate on it day and night. Not just verbalize it, but in your mind and heart, you are just remembering, you are just meditate, meditating. That means it's the same thing. You know, that seed faith or word is planted in you. It begins to, to think and let it grow how it applies to this and that. And, you know, you just meditate and allow God to speak to you, enlarge it in your heart, in your life. Until you see it so much clearer, until you know what to do. And then it says, be careful to do everything written in it. Be careful to do everything written in it. So there are details that we need to look into. To do everything, that means they are planning. So the Word of God doesn't just plunder in us and grow by itself. Right? We need to nurture it. We need to be responsible to make sure it grows and produces fruit. So we need to look into the details. What does it mean? And the planning so that we can do everything that is written in it. So, this is how we receive the Word of God. We know we can resist because we don't like what we hear. But we've got to listen to the Word of God with an open heart, not a hardened heart. Not just emotion, good or bad, but really allow the Word of God to go deeper, to be planted uh, into us. And then we need to respond with bonus and courage because when God asks us to do things, it always stretches us. It always takes us to another level because we already function in this level. So it's taking us to another level. right? So we've got to be bold. We've got to be courageous even though at this moment what we see is difficulties. But we take that step of faith, we begin to move the Word of God forward by obeying the Word of God. So in order to obey the, the Word, we've got to remember. We've got to remember the Word. And it's a good thing to help us remember, we write down what God has spoken. And then we talk about it, expand, discuss about it, brainstorm about it. What does God mean? How can I do it? Right? When God speaks to you, you know, ask yourself, ask people who, who know you, who, who can help you, what can I do about it? What should I do? So you, you, you do not let it depart from your mouth. And then meditate. Think about it. God will speak to us further. Remember, it's only a seed that is being planted. But God wants us to grow this seed. So when we begin to, to think about it, and God will enlarge our vision. God will you know, stretch our mind so that we can see beyond, uh, look outside the box, beyond what we have been uh, seeing. And then be careful to do everything. So there are planning, there are details, things that we need to look into so that we can carry out the Word. So, so the Word doesn't just produce fruit. There is a lot of work put in until eventually bring forth the desired fruits that God wants to see in our life. So I hope 
this, uh, uh, this evening, we learn how to receive the word of God because it's good and perfect gift. And God wants to see fruits being birthed. Uh, uh, God spoke to Joshua so that when you do that, you will be successful. You will be prosperous. So I pray that this will be what we want for our life, to be successful and prosperous because we have the word of God in us and we know how to receive the word of God. Remember? Let the word of God go in. Let it work inside. Let it work deep so that it can bring forth the life of God. We're going to pray right now. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We, we, we know your ways are not man's way. We know many times we resist and we rejected your word, even though we know you have spoken. Father, we ask that you will cleanse our heart. You forgive us for our hardened heart. And this evening we pray that we will want to lay hold of your word and want to remember them until that word has been worked through in our life and bring forth fruits of God. We thank you, Lord, that you are giving us that, Father, that you're giving us that good and perfect gifts to prosper us, to cause us to be successful. And we pray for everyone listening to this word and we pray that we will be successful. We will, we will meditate on your word. We will write it down. We will speak about it. We will want to see it bring blessing, not just into our life, but to the life of others. So bless your people in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Amen. Amen. So uh, trust that word has been helpful. I know it could be a revision for some of us, but let's lay hold of the Word of God so that our life is a fruitful life, a successful and prosperous life. God bless you. Good night.